0: Hello and welcome to the Neil and Amy podcast. This series of episodes is called Wayfinder.
1: Why? Because this world, the people in it and the pressures of it can jack you up and they can cause you to lose your way. Next thing you know, you're overweight, unmotivated, frustrated with the relationships around you. Your life shattered in pieces and you're watching episodes of Dr. Phil and Jerry Springer just to feel normal again.
0: This show is about helping people find joy in the middle of challenges because life is too short to live miserable.
1: Okay, we've got the babies in the family.
2: The little, little, little babies.
0: babies. Oh, my God, oh, They're so cute. I want yeah. to pinch their little chubby cheeks oh, and geez. spank their little butt. If they weren't in
1: Idaho, we'd squeeze them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hello.
0: We have Abigail Joy. Hello. And that is my
2: name. And we have
0: Josiah Colton, who I call yeah, hello. Poke.
1: Pokey. <laughs> oh. pokey and and zabby hey, so family family order you got amy who's the oldest domineering kind of like dominatrix style no stuff. i'm and uh, then go got,
0: no my name should have been harmony because i'm so peaceful oh geez that's
3: the funniest name yeah, i've actually ever heard <laughs> <laughs>
2: i'm sorry okay continue and
1: then we've got ashley who Pretty much, like, is a ray of sunlight that fell from heaven.
2: <laughs> That's no if, joke. If,
3: yes, yes, she is actually an angel on earth. I describe her as Jesus's little little sister, little sister, that, little
2: sister. <laughs> uh, this is little sister.
3: <laughs> she could
1: have been Mother Mary, but she's not. She's Mother Ashley because
0: she's not a virgin. She has five children. People. <laughs> okay.
1: And just for the record, she lost her virginity at 17.
2: (laughs) With her mom and dad's consent. They signed a paper. (laughs) Hey, somebody drop a
1: line on Jake. How do you describe Jake?
3: Uh, um, If if you were to think of like... space pirate uh
1: not butt
2: pirate space pirate
3: not a not a butt pirate i know you get those two confused he's got a space pirate vibe Mm kind of like rico suave he knows he knows he's cool
1: yep
2: and
4: yeah
0: that's good and all of his tattoos kind of revolve around a pirate
1: they do
4: it actually does. That's, see, that's the problem is he's got a lot of pirate tattoos, but he's never sailed a day in his life. <laughs> <laughs> he's
3: working on that.
4: And
1: then we got Jessiah. Jessiah Colton. Amy, drop the
0: line. Jesse was the like perfect little baby. Mm-hmm. He oh, didn't really... The only time he really cried was when it snowed outside and he wanted to go outside, but he was too little to walk his happy little butt to the door. So he'd crawl or army pull his body over to the floor and just cry because he loved the snow so much. So we would go out and we'd put him in the little Ralphie from Christmas Stories brother's suit. like can't put my arms down suit. Yep. And we just sit him out there. We kind of make like a little igloo like thing, so he couldn't like army crawl off the cliff. It's
1: like a playpen for yeah, Jesse. a, play, a snow, snow playpen.
0: Here. And then and you can do it. You can. It's really easy. You pack the snow with a shovel, and then you cut, cut, cut into a rectangle, and you make these little like oh igloo goodness. blocks. Yeah. And then we just like make them all the way around him, and he would just sit there and just play in the snow <laughs> till his face was like bright red. <laughs> and we'd bring him in, and he would just cry because he would to go back out there again.
1: And he he used to say like something about oh like yeah tickle. he had like this little like speech yeah.
0: Um, impediment thing. yeah well it went away like Kenny says about he Mona went. Marie he he spoke in cursive <laughs> 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 yeah. and so oh he would God. say um he would he liked his feet rubbed mm-hmm. and so he'd lay down and he'd stick his feet up in your face and it didn't matter if they stunk because he had snow boots on all day or not and he would say, "Um, Momo, because he calls me Momo. Momo, we tickle my toe. (laughs) And I'd say- Okay, time out. What? Time out. He still does that. Oh. (laughs) But it came out like clothes every time he would say it. So I'd say, no, I can't tickle your clothes and it would go on and on and he'd get so mad, but he's a cute little boy. He also had this like little breathing issue. And uh we'd Sorry have to left. like we'd have to have him do his breathing treatments but he had this like weird reaction to albuterol and it would make him <laughs> so pumped he would literally get so hyped he'd, he's little tiny boy he'd like jump up and down on the couch and he'd just run and just slam into the wall and then we'd all laugh and he'd do it again <laughs> do it
1: again <laughs> Hey one time you sat on the toilet and didn't he do something funny Oh my
0: gosh the little brat I was probably I was 11 when he was born so I, I actually, on the day he was born, I wore purple stretch pants shorts with a oh short gosh. belly shirt with purple and white stripes, turtleneck tank no. top. Wow. That yeah, was really hot. It sounds like you're late night outfit. So now. bad. <laughs>
3: Literally so bad.
0: <laughs> but I'm, um, so he's probably three. So that makes me what?
2: 14? Yep. 11 plus three? Holy
0: <laughs> oh <my> cow. <God>. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so old. So I'm sitting on the toilet trying to pee myself and we only had one bathroom You're trying in the basement. To pee yourself? No, I'm like <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to go pee. And he comes running in, opens the door, and he's like, Gotta go, gotta go. And I'm like, You're gonna have to wait or go outside. He's like, Can't wait. <laughs> and he goes behind me and pees down my back, using my back as like a funnel to make oh, it into the no. toilet. <laughs> yeah. Little brat.
1: <laughs> had to yeah. do it, Jess. So I, had to do it.
4: But I, I had to. I had to go.
0: <laughs> we actually have a lot of weird peeing sto- stories about him. Yeah, One
4: might. day I walked into the
0: bathroom and he was peeing in the sink and I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I didn't have time to make it to the toilet. I'm like, it took you longer to climb onto the sink and pee than it would have for you to walk around the corner into the toilet room. What the heck?
1: Oh my, that's <laughs> Awesome. And then I got—I
4: remember remember that
1: day. Got a little little baby Abby.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Abigail.
1: Middle name Joy,
0: which most of the time is pretty true. She's so happy. Yeah, like almost most of the time.
1: Yeah, so So, happy. So my Abby encounter—there were two actually.
3: Two. Yeah,
1: two. The first time I actually met Abby, she was three, right, and I would have been nineteen-ish. And I wow. pull up to the gas station and you're hanging out of the car <laughs> and you're yelling peace and run naked. But you said it completely. You were like, Pete and run naked. It was like, it was so, I couldn't understand it. So that was hilarious. But the one that really, really got me. So most of, of the listeners know that I had a fetish with marijuana when I was younger.
2: <laughs> oh, <fetish> looks
1: good. <laughs> you were just trying to
0: follow your mom's natural um health what? routine yeah
3: he didn't know about essential oils yet. yeah <laughs> N- nor
1: were there all the benefits out there the only yeah. benefit that i it's found was true. yeah and all they had so- for
0: vitamins was b6 and <laughs> yeah <men's> and <laughs> testosterone vitamin
1: oh my gosh
3: oh nice
1: so I come up to the lion's house, the house that we're currently sitting in. I come up, and I'm, try- I'm like, at this point in my life, I'm, I'm like trying to really walk the, the line, right? Good Christian line. And I, I walk in, and Abby walks right up to me not long after walking in the door, and she's three. And mind you, I'd never seen the movie um, Meet Eat the Fockers. Fockers. I'd never seen it yet. And I, she walks up and she taps on me and she looks up and she says, you smoking pot, fucker?
2: <laughs> and I, I... No, she
0: said, are you a pothead Fokker? Are you a pothead fucker? Are you a pothead fucker? Yeah. But she also One. spoke in uh, calligraphy. So it was like... It's
1: I true. honestly thought she called me a fucker. <laughs> I honestly did, and I was like, oh my gosh, what kind of show is going on around this place? And I'm like looking around, I'm like, Dude, this whole this whole deal is a facade. I don't know what's going on around here. It blew my mind, and later I, I got the humor of it. So, yeah, that's a, that's a <laughs> oh thing.
0: God. Yeah, you were like, what the heck is going on, Amy? I was like, you obviously haven't seen the movie. He's like, what movie? <laughs> All we do is watch NFL and NCAA oh on repeat. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> He's like, How did this child know? I, am
1: quiet? I was seriously God. concerned. I'm like, Oh my gosh. So, yeah, Abby girl, though, this one, she's always like, She's the baby, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. But she's also got, she's like a pretty good mixture, I think, between the two sisters.
0: Well, she, in her birth order, there's me and Ashley, two girls who were are, are very girly but dad also programmed us that we could do anything a guy could do. So there's that. But then Jake and Jesse came along and then Abby. So Abby's tagging along behind the boys. So she's kind of got like a scary side to her if yeah. you will. Yeah.
1: Like she genuinely sure. likes making knives. That's like her profession.
0: Yeah. And like, she can go she can go joyful to psycho in zero to two
1: yeah in seconds
0: yeah it's, from yeah, Abby to it's
1: stabby true.
0: we call it spider monkey ah,
3: spider monkey <laughs> we
1: char- we saw oh, us choke monkey. out a grown man one time
3: yeah. too. <laughs> he passed out i don't mold. know if we would call him a grown man <laughs> he was like 10 years older than me at the time yeah. i was 15. Yes, it's absolutely choking out a grown man. He took my phone. Okay, I was fifteen. You don't take a fifteen-year-old girl's phone. That's common knowledge. So it's actually his fault. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Known better. And I think I'm a baby in a sense because you will hear Amy say this a lot on the show. Abby's baby. Oh, she's the baby of the family. Oh, she Hashtag didn't get disciplined like us. Listen, Amy got sent. So much because Amy opens her fat mouth all the time. I was the one that was like, oh, I'm going to learn from all of your guys' mistakes and I'm not going to get spanked all the time. So when Amy's like, oh, Abby didn't get disciplined. Oh, no. I just watched you guys with your butt beat all the time. So, yeah, no, I didn't need to get disciplined because I knew better.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. It's true. Yeah, it's true.
1: That's awesome. You're welcome. You are so welcome. You're welcome. So, <laughs> to youngest in the family. We are in a series, and it's called "How to Build a House That Lasts," which is a metaphor-ish, right? Um, Amy and I mm-hmm. recorded um, uh, an episode, the episode prior to this one, and literally the two of us were like hysteric—not hysterically, but we were. It was an emotional one. Um, yeah. Just, but we ended up titling it faith family and shit sandwiches so um,
0: it's part of the building the house at lasts <laughs> yes
1: but it was it was like solid um just so all we want to do just have a conversation with you guys about your vantage point um Jake and Ash jumped on a couple episodes back um, Jake basically admitted to not ever lifting a finger
3: uh, yeah I heard it and I was actually I'm glad you got it on the it's record recorded because I'm going to go back to that for
1: sure. Absolutely. So good. Totally. So Uh let's just kind of jump into vantage points. Like obviously, um, gosh, I mean, what mom and dad set out to do in building this house was quite a venture. Um, Just from your like just general observation.
0: I just got to say they were born. (laughs) We brought Jesse home from the hospital. The basement was finished. So in the perspective of, Ashley and me and Jake talking about building the basement and stuff. Jesse and Abby were like flying cherubs in heaven, shooting arrows at <laughs> hummingbirds. I don't know exactly what they were it's doing. They hadn't true. fallen from heaven well, there's yet. No, there's no killing in heaven, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. That, yeah,
3: oh,
2: yeah for hummingbirds, sure.
0: oh, you were shooting them with love hearts.
2: <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, so, Jess, how about oh, you? Man. Like, so what, what, like, some of your. Thoughts, just general thoughts on, on the big venture of building the house and just kind of growing up in what you did.
4: Well, I mean, some people ask, oh, what was it like, you know, building a house? To, to me, since kind of being born in that environment, that was home. And, and not to sound dumb, but uh, we, we went to a, a friend's house the other night for dinner, and they're currently building their house. But, like, when I walked upstairs... All they still have is just their, uh, you know, sub floors, but no, no carpet or flooring that felt more like home to me than carpet would feel, you know, just that, that sense of almost unfinishedness, mm-hmm. but also like it wasn't about having, Oh, you have perfect walls or, you know, whatnot. We did a lot of stuff in between then, you know, like Jake and I would climb, you know, scale those, uh, unfinished walls and when we were augering out all the holes for electricity and stuff like that that was just kind of our natural playground was the upstairs (laughs) but it's I don't know building was always enjoyable because that meant people were over and getting to hang out with friends and kind of just fiddle around for the most part but nothing really seemed like we never made any real headway (laughs) (laughs) is more more so just the just the uh, environment that was enjoyable
1: yeah it's like kind of growing up in a work in progress environment yeah yeah that's legit (laughs) how about you abs what do you got
3: um so obviously i'm the baby i mommy's milk mommy's milk (laughs) yes (laughs) I, I was very young through pretty much everything. Um, but okay. Before I get too far into this, what is, what was the question again? Because I'm going to just butcher this.
1: No, yeah, it wasn't, it was just more like general, like, Hey, what, what's your thoughts on kind of growing up in environments that, you know, yeah, nothing too specific.
3: Perfect. Okay. So, um, like Jesse said, climbing over everything, I thought that was normal. Um, when Amy and Ashley moved out, I was so excited because I got the room that we were all going to share. And that was going to be mine to myself. And it was the biggest
0: room of the house. That was not accurate because I fully intended on moving in even though I was
3: married.
2: <laughs>
1: she always told me she was out as soon as that thing was finished. Like she was coming oh home. Oh,
3: my gosh. she was waiting for the room to be done. Oh, my gosh. So I got to dream. And I, I have big dreams for that room. I was going to put a spiral staircase, a um a fire pole to go down because so they have that little balcony above the closet area.
1: Sister, um, let's just make so, very very clear what that that pole was a fire pole.
3: <laughs> it was a fire pole. Okay. That's a fireman's god. <laughs> so, so for me, I think, you know, growing up I got to and that's like imagination was awesome got to climb everywhere we didn't really have a lot of supervision either <laughs> and so that was cool <laughs> um <laughs> i don't know how we didn't get more hurt than than we did Seriously. but it was fun because you who know, we yeah <laughs> okay i did not get hurt i was i watched your guys's mistakes and knew where to climb and where not to climb but um It was, it's, it's different because when I talk about my childhood stories to people now, they're like, that's the craziest thing. You climbed all over your house and, you know, you did these things. And that was just normal because that's just how we lived. And I love that because mom and dad didn't make a big deal about, you know, what we were doing was crazy. They were just like, Hey, this is what we're doing. And, you know, if you're tired, you can go, go to sleep under the chair or, you know, wherever but this is just what we're doing and so I love that now being older um and seeing my siblings have kids and seeing them do the same thing with their kids like oh okay you're tired Quincy okay go lay down or you know it was just very easily adaptable and I love that because I think that has been passed on to my siblings
0: Um, yeah
1: totally and
0: it's it's like it's a really good quality it was really perplexing when you had friends come over and they're like, "Oh, my parents said we're not allowed to climb the scaffolding." You're like, what the hell that. is wrong with your parents?
2: Okay. Your parents it's only suck. four.
0: It's only four scaffolding's high. I don't even. <laughs> what the? You have You're weird like, we're parents. We're
3: not gonna climb it. We're gonna swing off of it. It's totally different. I
1: call sleeping on yeah. the on the fourth rung.
3: Yeah. <laughs> right. So it was just normal, and so um, I appreciate that that mom and dad you know, let us have those experiences because I'm sure when they were raising us, they got a lot of flack about how that's not how you raise kids. But <laughs> they, you know, like I can totally imagine people being like, okay, no, that's not right. But they let us be a part of life experiences and we've learned so much for that. So Heck yeah. I'm very thankful to them about that. Um, yeah, and so it was fun. I remember um, a lot of lunch breaks um, I never did anything before the lunch break to play, but I had a, um, toy story monopoly and I would wait for dad to come to lunch break and he would play with me every lunch break nice. and he'd go back up after he got his cookies. And then,
4: um,
3: <laughs> I have no idea where that board game went. I'm kind of sad about it, thinking about it now because it was so cool. <laughs> but, um, just fun that little, little memories that, you know. Dad was on his lunch break from probably, probably you know, working super duper hard, and he played Monopoly with me on his on his 15 minute break that mom gave him. So
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so yeah, it was it, it was fun.
1: So totally like off the cuff question, but you just said because mom was like like on him like at different <laughs> points what about that? Yeah. Like, what about the mom and dad dynamic? Obviously they're incredible together. They love each other. Like those are all the disclaimers. Yeah. Like they've stood through thick and thin all of that. But what kind of dynamic did you actually see between mom and dad in the work environment, raising kids, worrying about life and money and things like that? Um, how, how did, yeah. how did they jive? You can so,
3: totally Jesse, be honest. Do you want to go first?
4: Oh, well, <clears throat> I mean, I mean, my, my answer would be different than yours because I was never really paying attention to mom and dad but uh cause dad would always drop whatever he was doing to to play with me but mom was a little bit more strict she had to stick to her either cooking or cleaning and stuff like that not to say that she wouldn't but I I always knew that if I went to dad he was the one that would drop whatever he was doing for me Yep.
1: Yeah. That's cool. So
4: two, yeah. two separate, uh, you know, mindsets, but both, both loving. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. in
1: a world where everybody's like all about getting things done, right? Like bringing mm-hmm. stuff to completion. Like we know certain people that even live around here that are like all about like getting their house done and getting it done, you know, right and fast and all these things. Yeah. What about the moments that are missed? You know, what about the, yeah. you know, there's, there's like, like there's two choices, like get it done, and there's probably a balance in here, like get it done. Or like Jess, you said, you know, the appreciation of the fact that dad, even though there was things to do, he'd drop what he was doing to pay you time. Right. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. like huge, super valuable.
4: That's
1: good. Super valuable. That's
4: what,
2: good.
1: What about you, Zabby, between mom and dad? Uh-huh. Like, okay. Characterize them. Like dad was this and mom okay. was this.
3: Well, I wish the viewers knew our two dogs, Bonnie and Clyde, because <laughs> <laughs> it literally sums them up so good. Um, <laughs> and Mom would not appreciate me saying that, but it's very funny. So you got to go back. I I have grown up with a different mom and dad than you have grown up with, Amy mm-hmm. and probably somewhat Jesse. Um, and so when you guys tell stories, I'm like, that would have never flown. Like for me growing up, um, but I love. Mom and Dad because they (laughs) work things out at a very loud level (laughs) vocally. And they're not fighting, they will tell you. We're just figuring this out. We're just discussing this. We're not fighting. And I'm like, Are you sure? Because you're yelling and you're scaring me. They're like, No. We're just trying to figure out what's happening. Um, and so I love that because it taught me that, you know, you can be open and you can figure it out like you don't have to keep everything inside, but just figure it out and move on from that, you know? Yep. So I love that. Mom and Dad have I mean, I feel like I paid a lot more attention to them than most because I was the baby and so I was probably stuck on mom's hip a lot of the time. <laughs> um and okay, honestly Did you i never told Did you say tit? I said hip. Yeah. Oh but my probably tit too. <laughs> Gosh, I was a fat baby. My baby pictures, I had the fattest face. It's so embarrassing. Anyways, um, I don't think I've ever told this before, but I hated going to people's houses and like without mom and dad because I was like, what if mom and dad die and I'm not with them. And so I was with them a lot because I refused to go anywhere else because they could die anywhere. <laughs> I'm like five gosh. And so I have just been very close to them. I don't know because I'm afraid of dying, I guess. But um, I have watched them go through money issues and work out their money stuff. They have always been um, very open with it. You know, this is what we have. This is what we're working with. This is how much we um, have spent in this. And they, it's, I think it's made it a little less stressful for me, like going into adulthood. I don't know, because I'm like, you know, they just laid everything out on the table and figured it out. It wasn't like mm-hmm. some big thing. They just were like, Okay, this is we're open about this, and you know, we're trusting God that He has us, and um, we're going to go on with our lives and just obviously do the work and and pray. But you know, God has us, and He's He's totally come through every single time, and I love right. that because they just taught me blind faith is is absolutely real and it works. Yeah, and so. Um, Bonnie and Clyde, going back to Bonnie and Clyde, and going back to what um, Jesse was saying about dad playing, um, mom loves order and she um, knows what has to get done, mostly because dad tells her what has to get done um, <laughs> in a certain amount of time. But then also, she feels the weight of everybody is relying on her for that. I don't know why she decides she is going to be the carrier of that. But dad is like, "Oh, okay. Well, we can stop work and let's go to the lake." And she's like, "Well, actually, you told me this has to be done." And he's like, "Oh, does it have to be done now? Because I think we can go to the lake." Um, and so I think there was a lot of frustrating times for that because mom's like, "No, actually, we have deadlines." And right. dad was about the memories, and mom's about the memories as well. But I think he had always felt um, more in charge of just everything, the and felt of it. a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, that's so, good. Yes. So Bonnie
3: good. and Clyde, if you don't know Bonnie and Clyde, Clyde is the, the ginormous beagle, and um, he just loves to have a good time. And Bonnie whips him into shape, let's just say, <laughs> whether it be attacking him, but, you know, she, she does it. So, yes,
2: okay. Yeah, I'm done.
1: that's legit. That was a good comparison right it there. Really was. Seriously.
2: Thank you.
1: Good job. So I was thinking, like, Practical things because, man, like the, our parents, I get to include myself in that yeah. as well. Like they, they did such a good job of like practical teachings and, you yeah. know, things like the family traditions of rabit or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, jumping in the river or a pool or whatever at midnight, every single (laughs) New Year's. Um, what do you guys like uh, practical lessons and things like that? Like what, what types of things do you take away from, um, from some of that? I don't know. That's probably not a great question, but I'm just trying to kind of kick a conversation. Jesse,
3: do you want to go first?
4: Oh sure, I'll go first again. No, thank you. I'm
3: just, I'm just, I'm. It's giving me time, and then I'm saying what you're saying, and then I'm like, okay, now I know what I'm
4: saying. So, Sweet. go home. Well, I mean, practical. I, I don't know if I'm really going to answer the question the right way, but uh, I think what you're trying to say is just more or less like things that we stand on. Yeah. Um, yeah. like for instance, New Year's. You know. That's a family tradition. Yep. If you were sick, you still went. <laughs>
1: you you know? got in the river and it was midnight.
4: <laughs> there, I mean, and if you tried to use the excuse, it was like, oh yeah, sure, that's not going to fly. <laughs> so <laughs> there's things that you do just because, you know, your family stands firm on, on certain certain things and certain beliefs. Mm-hmm. But, you know, our family was also tight knit. So
1: well, in the where thing we go
4: one, we go all.
1: The thing I mm-hmm. wanted to mention to Jess, maybe you could touch on this. Like Dad's thought, he mentioned this because we just did this little slip and slide because we wanted to keep the tradition going mm-hmm. last uh, New Year's, just a few weeks ago. Um, yep. He said the whole point of why he started that specific thing was he wanted you to know because you guys had you used to like run down in the snow barefoot after you got in the water. It was like you can mm-hmm. do anything. Like if you put your mind to it, you can do it.
4: Oh yeah. And he's all about that. And I, <laughs> um, just just the other night, we were kind of reminiscing. Um, I smashed my finger pretty good and split my split my nail in half. And you know, I'm kind of a baby when it comes to smashing my fingers, so I was not happy when I told my dad, "Hey, yeah, you know, do I rip this nail off, or you want to doctor me up tonight?" And he's like, "Oh, don't worry, I'll take care of you." Well, then flashback to when we were in Hawaii. <laughs> Remember? And I'm thinking, my chain broke on my bike, and I scratched my feet all up. Oh. And then we went and played in the ocean all day and my feet are burning. <laughs> dad goes to bandage me up and I forget what he put on me, but it was just like my feet were on fire. So I'm having a flashback like, oh great, that's exactly what he's going to do. Here we well, go. funny thing is, <laughs> he comes out and, uh, and he just pours, you know, hide, uh, uh, hide, hide Hydrogen. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I can't speak right now. Mm-hmm. He poured that's that on I it. He was like, "Oh." no big deal you know i thought you were gonna use the other stuff and he's like well i'm gonna be honest with you he's like the only reason i used that stuff on you was because my parents used it on me and i wanted you to feel the same pain Oh, and i slapped him on the God. back the other night i was like oh thanks dad that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> you know? i remember vividly how, how painful it was that you put that red stuff on me uh, and uh, uh iodine it hurt. and yeah that's what he did yeah <laughs> And, uh, and then he's like, but to be honest, he's like, now that you know how painful that is, he's like, do you think that you'd put that on someone else just so they have to feel it? I was like, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But it, that wasn't the point. It wasn't the point of, oh, I'm going to make him suffer just because I can. There was more to it that he, he had to deal with that same pain when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. So that was a bonding thing. Like, oh, yeah, now you know how it was when I was younger, yep. you know? Like blood I
1: brothers, but
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah, but more or less, it nah. that goes back to, to what you're saying, how dad's always trying to push you because he's not a softie by any means mm. when it comes to physical pain. Yep. He's always trying to push you because you don't know how much you can take, you know, until, until you're you, there. Really, really start pushing yourself, and he's always been a good component of of trying to teach people that. So. Hey,
0: do you remember the time um, we were all working and you were swinging? Somehow you hooked some rope up to a tree limb, and you were swinging around. Okay, the backyard. Just for our viewer, our audience to know was a a leveled background or a leveled backyard. So when you came out of the basement door, there was a level and then there was like a wall and then another level and then another wall and another level. But on the second level, there was a trampoline. So you could run out the door of the basement, jump off the little cliff, land on the trampoline and just go for it all day. Well, Jesse rigged up this rope that was next to the tree next to the trampoline, so he'd run out the basement door, grab this rope, and swing around the tree, and sometimes he'd swing around and land on the landing, and then some times he would just bonsai off and land on the trampoline. Jesse, take it from here.
4: Oh, yeah. Take it away. long story short, if it has me, if it it entails me building something, that's your first problem. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Because me and simple physics doesn't doesn't work. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, I put this rope swing up and we had an old dilapidated jacuzzi <laughs> that had nails sticking out of it. You know, you don't think at all when you're a kid. So here you go swinging and having fun and pretty soon swing a little too fast and smacked up against the side of this jacuzzi. Only to find that I had a thinking nail sticking in my head, you know. <laughs> I'm kind of like the guy off thinking Happy Gilmore. That's what I was just thinking.
1: Dude, I met that guy one time. He's crazy. Yeah, this a big dude.
4: But, uh, oh yeah. So, That's... so that was me. And, uh, you know, dad's trying to work, get stuff done. He's
0: up on the roof and, and he hears his all scream. bleeding out. And you know yeah. what a head wound looks like it's bleeding so <laughs> crazy. It looks way worse at the beginning than it really is.
1: Right. Oh, Oh, yeah. Mom's
0: screaming, dad's moseying down the ladder. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: In his defense, Uh, though, the dude is, like, so accustomed to trauma and working with people. Like, this is, like, normal for him. Gosh. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff, Jess.
0: I mean... No, no, you're... No, you're gonna wait
4: for it. Oh. My bad. Well, I mean, Amy would would know more about it than I did because when I'm... When you're a kid, you just think, oh, yeah, dad's gonna put a bandage on me and make me all better which is what he did and that's all i knew until years later come to find out that it actually wasn't a band-aid it was a maxi pad <laughs> that he thinking slapped on the side of my head and gave me a good you know row. hey wrapped. you're good son get, get on out there and keep playing <laughs> all right <laughs> you know not knowing any better
0: and I remember my mom looked at me and Ashley and Jake, and she said, "Don't say a word. We are not telling him it's a maxi pad."
4: Okay. Uh, pretty funny. Uh,
1: that's legit. These are all
4: these are all good good stories and scars that I can
1: always Still look back on and go, you.
4: "Hey, that was that was a good story." <clears throat>
1: Oh, uh, Ab, t- break down like this. Rabbit, rabbit. Like, what? What do you think? Some of the biggest like reasons and takeaways, and why? Why did that even happen?
3: Okay, so oh, and what rabbit. was it? Yeah,
1: because that nobody's ever even heard those terms.
3: So, rabbit the rabbit is an intergalactic rabbit um, that travels through space, and each, um, each Easter he comes to bring us. Hold on, tap out, Jesse. Yeah. Is there shooting behind
2: you?
4: There's always
2: shooting. <laughs> okay, sure. oh, um, <laughs> I am a gunmaker. Uh, idiot! Geez. Okay, so, maybe you
1: could stand away um, from the gun just a little it, <laughs> bit. I don't know. <laughs> is it
4: is it too loud right now? <laughs>
3: it's very loud, but whatever. Stop. Okay, so so rabbit rabbit he comes each Easter to bring us um, candy, and he really just wants to be cool and bring us candy, but these aliens... Pesky and, aliens. Um, outer, the pesky aliens in outer space, um, they love candy, and they can smell it super good, and so each Easter, these aliens um, chase Rabbit in his spaceship, and he has to get us this candy before the aliens can, and sometimes he accidentally drops um, clues around and um, every single time I don't think he's ever got us the box successfully. Um, <laughs> we've had to go look for it um, but he will give us these clues and um, and it's usually an all day thing that we just have to go find um, these clues and the box but um, Rabbit Rabbit, he teaches us um, good Um, lessons from the Bible, um, a lot about trust, a lot about... um, Wow, I'm going to (laughs) cry. Sorry. Um, A lot about trusting God, um, a lot about um, finding the enemies, you know, um, and Raven and my dad and mom have these things in common. Um, uh, They... They teach us, they've taught us since we were young um, that our mind is not a playground for the devil. He has no authority in any of our lives. I'm sorry, can you hear me? I'm really a mess. You can, <laughs> um, <laughs> can be a good sister. Like, no, okay. this is
1: perfect. You're good.
3: Literally, ugliest crier ever. <laughs> um, and so, um, Raven and my parents have... Those things in common, go finger.
2: Huh.
3: Um, because that is raven raven what? 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 Uh-huh. I'm sorry, that is Raven.
2: <laughs> Why? Then there's no I, Santa That no <laughs> is Raven.
1: <laughs> sorry, Jesse.
3: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We can't have any of the kids listen to this. Um, <laughs>
0: Eric, okay, if you're listening, like, bleep that part out, please. Like she said <laughs> the F word.
3: Alert. <laughs> oh man. But they these they're good lessons that Ravit teach us about um the enemy is these aliens and they have no authority on, on this earth. And and I mean, one of my favorite ones, um, adventures that we went on, we actually had to shoot um these aliens that were Darting in front of us in the middle of the night in the woods with paintball guns.
1: I remember this. And I'm
3: pretty sure. (laughs) I bet you do. Um, I think Neil might have played a big role in darting. (laughs) And um, wow, we got some really good shots in that day. But it was they. Our parents always taught us not to be afraid of anything. Obviously, you know, you know, knows the outcome of some things and.
0: We were be taught careful, to be cause... made aware. You don't sit in a restaurant with yes. your back to the door. Duh. <laughs> Everyone should know that. No,
3: obviously. <laughs> but um, they, our parents did such a good job of, of raising confident, mm-hmm. strong kids. And I'm not saying that to make myself sound good, but... Um, You're right. I <laughs> Thank you. Um, but... They have just done a good job of saying, yeah, you know, you're a girl, but you can do anything you want and nothing's going to hold you back. If you set your mind to it, you can. And, you know, if you want to make knives, go for it. If you want to make guns, go for it. If you want to be a photographer when you're freaking 14 years old, Amy, go for it. Because you can do it. Actually, if you want to start a family of 12 kids at 12 years old, years old, yeah. go for We'll it. sign off on that, you know. and they did (laughs) you know and Uh. and they they've just been so good to say you know yeah it's our life but you kids are our life and we're going to make sure that your life is 10 times better than ours was and they they succeed in that and Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. I'm very thankful for them that they gave us these experiences out of rabbit rabbit Mm-hmm. And different things that that they they could teach us to say, hey, no, you're 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 a big kid. You can do this, and
2: yeah. um, yeah, yeah. It's so beautiful,
1: good stuff. Yeah, golly, super super good. So just you know, with the remaining time that we have, I I know we're. I mean, the the metaphor behind the whole deal. Obviously, we've got a physical house that we're in that is still a work in progress, and. All yeah. of our lives are work in progress, but the journey shifted, like God shifted the journey for you guys and for mom and dad yeah. and called you to head north. And this was a few years ago. There's a little process in that, um, wasn't easy, right? It wasn't easy yeah. for anybody on this side. Wasn't easy to pack up and leave the house that, um, that the family had built. Um, but let's just talk on that just for a little bit, Jesse, your, your heart kind of was jumping and leaping early on with dad and that, um, what, what was kind of calling you North?
4: Um, <clears throat> I think it's just, uh, as you get older and, uh, and I was starting to raise my own family, you know, you're, you, you've kind of a different, um, perspective on, things that matter to you so i mean long story short you know where we lived where you guys are currently we lived only just a few blocks above you um in a cul-de-sac you know and it was a nice little house we loved it there and, you know that's where we brought our firstborn back to but it's just a different dynamic of not the same neighborhood that i was raised in you know getting to have some freedoms and stuff and then uh there's also kind of a shift of where's your priorities you know Mm -hmm. do i want to do i want to set roots here Mm -hmm. and and raise my family there or or take them somewhere else you know my big thing is safety Mm -hmm. and there there have been a couple different things that uh that has happened Near to where I worked, that was like, oh, you know, isn't is really cool, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
4: some uh, some stuff happening with some shootings and maybe some stabbings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Where Sarah would go shopping, you know, it's like, well, I don't really feel comfortable, you know, having my
2: mm-hmm. my
4: family here necessarily. And I'm not saying not in Greenhorn, mm-hmm. but right. it, there's it there's definitely something that changed. changed yep. And so you know I've always kind of wanted to to go elsewhere because you know it's always greener on the other side,
2: mm-hmm.
4: but never knowing what that would entail, you know who would get hurt or you know we watched the uh we watched the new Wonder Woman the other night because it was ninth anniversary, so we went to the movie theater and not to to shift the conversation, <laughs> not to spoiler alert you know anything but <laughs>
2: I haven't and, uh, seen
4: it yet. <laughs> it's all about be careful what you wish for. Oh. You know, if if your wish is granted, something else will be taken from you. Mm. Right? Yeah. So. Yep. You're always going to lose something. Yep. Mm. But.
1: Mm, that's good, bud.
4: It's been, it's been good. Yes, we, we moved and we have a, uh, we got a beautiful, healthy daughter that's been born here and
0: her, her name is it's Gemma Lord, Lord Joy Lord for the been good to us.
4: Gemma Joy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <The> old Gemma. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, my thing was, I got to get my family somewhere, somewhere safe, because
2: mm-hmm. well, I don't
4: have a lot of finances. But at least if I could get them there, we can, we can set some roots and kind of figure it out.
0: And I can't help but think that the drought had something to do with it. Because Jesse loves snow so much. And for about <laughs> what, six years we barely had any snow. And oh, yeah. I think that he I wanted a, he, he wanted a bigger igloo playground now.
1: He was crying at the door of Greenhorn looking <laughs> north going, Snow, put me out in the snow.
4: <laughs> no. No. It's a joke. Joke's on me thinking North Idaho has no snow
1: right now and Greenhorn has no leaving. Yeah, we got a lot of snow right
4: here.
1: Uh, Uh, Abby, what what did you see? What was hard about leaving this hometown house, all of it? Besides
0: your big sister.
1: Yeah, besides leaving Amy, obviously. (laughs) um, What was hard about going up there and watching your mom and dad go through it, you going through it with them and... And then after the heart, I got one more follow-up question, which is the reward.
3: Okay. So I'm already crying. Um, It's been freaking hard, dude. (laughs) Um, And To say that we went through it. No, we're still going through it. I don't think there's a day that goes by that I'm not crying I miss my family because we're so close. And now we're 1,100 miles away. And so back up, dad's like, hey, you want to move to Idaho? Let's get the whole family to move to Idaho. And I'm like, wow, that sounds
2: great.
0: Which is only- so weird because dad and mom are so family oriented. When he said that, I was like, oh, crap. Does dad have Alzheimer's? Like, what is going on? <laughs> you this, this is- whole all for one thing. Yeah. What is going on? Like, yeah, dad doesn't... We don't even drive up the canyon... Like, with Separate. a car between us. Separate. So what no. is going on right now? Like, I was ready to throw my papers at him.
2: <laughs>
3: I think you did throw your papers <laughs> at him. But, um, <laughs> probably other things, too. But um, he's like, you want to move to Idaho? And I'm, I'm the only sibling in the family that doesn't have a family of my own. And I'm like, yeah, this valley, uh, it's not having so much to offer me. Um, I see all my siblings and they have spouses from the valley but there wasn't a lot for me and so to have a new perspective I
2: mm-hmm.
3: was like yeah I can always move back um, and that, that that was going through my head each and every day hacking was I can always move back I can always move back mm-hmm. and uh, and so having that made it a little bit easier at the time because I just always assumed I would move back Mm -hmm. with you and so been coming up here and dad was like I feel like the Lord is telling me to move and you know obviously it's not me it's my family Mm -hmm. and if that is not in my lifetime if I come up here to set it up for my family to come to have a safe spot so be it and that was hard for me to watch because he was pretty much saying that he's gonna move away from the family but he's not sure if anybody will ever come Mm -hmm. and I was like wow that is that's the blind faith right there Mm -hmm. like holy cow you're trusting God so much that you would leave Literally the thing that you worked hardest for, and that was your tight knit family, and so I got to, you know, kind of what's it called when you are behind a semi truck and oh, shake and bake. What's it's called, called shake
2: and bake.
0: No,
1: it's not. But no, you got the right I actually don't
2: think
4: it's <laughs> <laughs> that was <a> close one. <laughs> it's what drafting
1: it drafting uh, okay. in a NASCAR. I'm, yeah. He's breaking. He's, the he's breaking place, the. But, yeah, breaking ground for you.
3: Yeah, and so I just kind of drafted behind him on that blind space, and um, and then I got up here, and I was like, you know what, Lord, you know, just use me how you want to, and this has become my home, and mm-hmm. and the valley will always be my home. But it's weird because when I go back there now, I don't feel at home. Obviously, I feel at home with you guys when I'm like hanging out with you and, and in community with you. But the valley, I don't know, it's just different. And then when I come here, I just feel God's peace with me. And that's so hard because half of me is like, I don't want to be at peace here. I want to be at peace with my family. But that's just not. I guess that's just not in his heart and I have to live to be okay with that Mm -hmm. and so I'm working towards that I'm really trying but um, it has been hard, very hard and it's beautiful here and I sound so ungrateful because we seriously have such a beautiful property and God has blessed us so much Um, so I'm trying to be okay with everything and um, yeah yeah, but it's
2: been—it's a journey for sure.
1: Yep. What would you say <laughs> yeah. is the sweetest reward? Which you already touched on it, but what's the sweetest reward that you've seen with just stepping out in the blind faith?
3: Um, the sweetest reward would be, um, just peace. Mm-hmm. I feel it's 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 funny to say, but being like Lord. I don't know what I'm doing, but here I am, and he just loops me up in his arms and is like, and I got you, baby girl, and that is so good. And I, um, I've got to be a part of such a wonderful church up here, mm-hmm. and just good people that are that are keeping me straight and saying, hey, you know, keeping me in check, and just being in a community that genuinely loves you is so amazing and you know i i probably might have had that somewhere else but um i'm glad that it's here and and i love that the family loves it here because when you guys come up it's literally my favorite thing i (laughs) i count down the days till you guys get here every time and i tell every single person I know I'm like, hey, I just want you to know in five months, my sisters are going to be here (laughs) and it's going to be fantastic and they're like, that's really cool you just told us that two days ago but I just really want you to know that it's really, you should watch out because it's going to be fun but, um, yeah it's been
0: Hey, it makes it a little bit easier when you got those good looking cowboys up there and they're riding bulls and punching fools (laughs) (laughs)
3: And <laughs> just answering <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes, it's so
2: fantastic. I'd rather Actually, you hang
1: out with dudes that are packing dips and twisting grips, though.
2: years of passing queer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I can bake. I <laughs> so, <shake and> <laughs> If you're not first.
0: Yeah, so it's been a something. It's been a something. It's
1: been a something. Well, we absolutely love you, too. You are both incredible. We are extremely proud of what you do, who you are, what you've chosen, the way you live, your hearts. There's not a single person listening Mm -hmm. to this either now or years in the future that aren't going to know the type of characters that mom and dad have raised because of um, just listening to you a little bit, so... We love you. We well, love you much. to pieces. Well,
0: thanks for having we, us. We, miss
3: we you. love
4: you guys.
0: Thank mm. you. Thanks for taking Very time much. out.
1: Yeah. Anything, of any, course. any closers that you guys want to just zing the crowd with?
3: <laughs> um, Closers. Oh, you should have given me this question earlier. I could have been. Do you want to go first, this. Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse yeah. yeah. Hey, Jesse. Hey Jess, you want to go first? Yes,
4: <laughs> actually, yeah, you go first. Uh, I don't know. That's I don't. A,
1: even, yeah. A tough one. We so Man. typically Amy will sign off with some kind of a nanny sort of a bye bye. Oh, hold for on.
3: Now. Tap out. Um, closer for my brother Neil. Oh my gosh, I'm always crying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> slapper, really Jesse slapper. <laughs> no. I'm not even sitting next to her.
4: <laughs> she locked herself in her room. Afraid someone's going to take her phone. <laughs>
3: okay. It's true. I'll choke you out. Okay. Neil, we've talked about my siblings, but you have been my brother, my big brother, since I was three. And as you heard from Jake two podcasts ago, um, you can't remember anything before three. And so you have been my brother <laughs>
2: mm. since the beginning. And I'm
3: so thankful for you. Mm-hmm. And um, I know I'm the only one in the family that laughs at your jokes. Thank that you. Never <laughs> stop. Um, yeah. And so, just send them over if you need a good laugh. Awesome. because I will give it to you. We're
1: gonna face you yeah, into our you services much. down here, so that way I can get oh, a laugh yes. every once in a while. Geez, Facetime. Of course. Thank, <laughs> thank you, sis. I appreciate
3: it. Of course. <laughs> no.
2: well, well, like what about it. me? I'd like to say Wait,
4: the same. Um, Amy, no. you've always been like a sister <laughs> to me. Um.
3: God. What about me. What about me? Um, for the listeners, when Amy figured out that mom was pregnant with me, she was like, how are you going to take care of her? You're going to be so old. I'm going to have to take care of her. Um, and so Amy, there's a love-hate relationship from the very beginning between us because I think she knew that <coughs> she wasn't going to be the favorite anymore after yeah. I came along. That so happened. there's my closer. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. You did good. That was all Thank improv, you.
1: too. You killed it. Thank you. That good. <laughs> well, we love you both, and we will hopefully get you back on here another time some sometime soon. Aww.
0: Yes. So like Nanny always says,
2: do
0: you guys know what bye Nanny bye always says? Bye-bye for now. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>
2: Love Love you.
0: you. Love you too. Love you.